welcome back, everybody. And um, so, John, thanks for coming again. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, mention just before we get too deep into the video uh, to like, subscribe, leave comments. Yeah, it's all, am I going to get it right? Hey, I got it mostly right today, down over here somewhere. Nice. Yeah. Um, so drop us a line. Tell us what you're working on. Let's see if we inspired anything, hopefully. Um, yeah. We say anything you disagree with. Let us know. That would not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of kind of my gift. Um, yeah. Is there something you'd like us to show you? Yeah. Something, something you'd like us to expand on? Yeah. I want to turn this into not only a conversation between uh, John and I, but uh, also a conversation with our, with our viewers. And uh, we know we have do have some dedicated viewers who really watch yeah. this this talk. These these talks, I think, are more of a the kind of loyal followers yeah. that, that watch. <laughs> we appreciate you. We really do. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then I'll mention, too, uh, John's cables yeah. and uh, repairs, as well as upcoming preamps, I believe. Yeah, working on two different preamps now. Nice. Um, taking a break because I'm going on the road this week. But, uh, yeah, things are coming along. I'm, I'm happy with the voicing that I'm starting to get. So Awesome. And it's just parts tweaking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cool. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, some... Uh, new things. I thought we'd talk a little bit about choral. Um, so this is a tune that I I played a little, little while mm -hmm. ago, put together a bit of a chord melody right. arrangement on, and um, so I released that last last week. Mm -hmm. So let us know how you're doing on that tune. And of course, we just played a little bit on it and yeah. talked about it. It's um, really great tune harmonically and, and melodically. Yeah. yeah there, there's a lot to unpack on this tune. Yeah. Because yeah. it is two different things going on at the same time, actually, is mm -hmm. what it feels like. Yeah. So got a harmony, got melody, got bass lines well, yeah. in certain and, directions. And then, yeah, but and then the melody is completely disjointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and and yet so so pretty and yeah. and 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 kind of singable too. Well, I, but it is pretty wild, isn't it? Well, you know, Keith Jarrett sings when he plays. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it does come through on tunes like this. Yeah, where this is this is obviously out of his mouth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that's where it makes sense as an instrumental tune. Ah. Uh, really doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know? right, right. Yeah, the song melody. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this. So this tune is in the real book. Yes. Um, a, a tune that I would recommend, or a, a book that I'd recommend is the uh, Christmas Real Book, mm -hmm. which I just bought a hard copy of. Um, and it's got some interesting changes. Um, some of the changes, I don't know. I don't know if I'd use them, but yeah. uh, but it's it's there. And some pre pretty kind of cool things to to play. Yeah, I've had that book for a while. It, it, it is very useful. If you're a gigging player, it's holiday season time. This, yeah. this is this is our time of the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you need stuff like that. Yeah, get out that that book and play play some tunes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe stuff people haven't heard much or mm -hmm. yeah, there's some really cool stuff in there. As you say, some of the chord changes, you're just like, wow, that's yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, between that and if you use an iPad or your phone and have iReel, 
a mm-hmm. real pro. Yeah. The quantity of holiday tunes on there is incredible. Yeah. It's like you need Polish Christmas songs. Okay. I've actually had to look for that and wow. found it. It saved me <laughs> on a gig. That's, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, playing through the uh, tune, uh, tunes there, um, some of the changes. So I've been uh, teaching our, our daughter some uh, concepts on chord voicings uh, to use and, and to use with that book and everything. Nice. Uh, so you kind of get your the major, minor dominance. Get most of those together. Know where your root notes are on string six and string five. Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends on where you are at with your you know guitar work or whatever. Sure. But um, but if you can learn the the notes on string six and string five, get a few of the shapes. They're really five basic types of chords. You might say you need to know. Well, we can count them diminished, (laughs) half diminished, Mm -hmm. minor, uh, dominant, and major. And major, like a six chord. Yeah. And then they all have their own little quirks and things. Yeah. And the half diminished is actually a minor chord. Mm -hmm. Yep. Minor chord with a flat five. Right. It's not. Carol Kay rants about this, but it is. She's like, it is not a part of the diminished family. It is no, a minor chord. No, it's and that's one thing I, you know I've been trying to, to tell her about. So I created this little bit of a a list where it might be called minor seven flat five in the example of the half diminished, um, or it might have the diminished with a, a slash, slash through mm-hmm. it. And sometimes you have a, a diminished with a slash through and a seven. Right. Which seems a little bit redundant. It's kind of redundant because, yeah, the <laughs> assumption is that the seven will be there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but these are naming conventions, mm-hmm. and and so you have a lot of different things that could mean really the same thing. So, so I created created just a, a little four options on depending on the one, but right. um, which you just might happen to see. It kind of depends on the publisher and the whoever is writing it. What yeah. Like. On that, to all publishers out there, stop writing M-A-J and M-I-N. Yes. Stop it. And one thing <laughs> that I really don't like is um, capital M versus lowercase m. Yeah. Like Give me never, a capital M and ever, a minus. Ever do that, please. Yeah. It's the, you know, the real book started this years ago because it was Berkeley's mm-hmm. notation. Yeah. It, it allows you to sketch quickly. Yeah. On that. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, an M is major, a minus sign is minor. Great. Yeah. Move on. Stop the, I, I hate it when I see M-A-J and M-I-N. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to read that. Yeah. <laughs> I have had mostly good charts and lead sheets mm-hmm. to work with, but there are those occasions where it's very ambiguous and maybe you don't know this tune at all. Yeah. And you're like what you know um and it it feels scary honestly yeah yeah i mean it's i, I kind of laugh say you know 99 percent of the gigs i do are reading gigs mm-hmm. partially because i have a brain like a sieve but um so and if i'm doing something with somebody i haven't worked with before and they hand me a chart from 1955 and it's written like that mm-hmm. um yeah it's very frustrating yeah yeah um, i'll usually ask if i can go through and repencil because it's yeah yeah it you don't want to fall down on the gig yeah fall down before fall down after 
Yeah. From the gig, you've got to look perfect. Yeah. Um, yep. So there are, there are funny things too, like sevens and then sevens with a slash through it. Um, so there are some, what I would call maybe more obscure naming conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I like the very simple um, things. Like I, I like the triangle seven. <laughs> that seems very elegant, very easy. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. Dash seven just means minor Mine's seven. Minor seven, yeah. Um, so things like that are helpful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do agree uh, with the, the diminished uh, versus half diminished. When I think half diminished, it really doesn't, it, it means half means almost nothing because yeah. it's not half diminished. I mean, no. that's just the name that we use for it. Yeah, that's, there was, I remember reading how that came about and it was. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I know I read it, and it's all kind of silly. It's just nobody else, nobody knew what to call it. Yeah, is it like halfway between minor and diminished? I think that was the thinking. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not, but uh, <laughs> it's somewhere between those two. So we'll call it that. I'm yeah, <laughs> it's a minor with a thing. Just yeah, yeah. but yeah, minor seven flat five. I would I would say that is probably the most correct way. But it's it's just a longer. It's a longer way, and you want condensed right. and quick. Yeah. And you know the symbols like you know minus sign, the triangle. Yeah. Um, a plus for a sus chord. Mm-hmm. These things are handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you can yeah read it fast. Right. Right. So um, so yeah, get those five things together and know mm-hmm. your know your. You obviously want to know all the notes on the guitar everywhere, yeah. but um, if you're just kind of getting those chords together and just try to memorize, especially string six, and mm-hmm. then got that string five. Yeah, you're just you're just line. sort of building, yeah, building up. So you tend to think sort of um, like thirds and extensions, maybe on the top three strings. Is that kind of where you teach yeah, it? Yeah, I think that's a great way to to think about it. So. Uh, root notes on mm-hmm. so for general comping, mm-hmm. um, root notes on or or slash chords on strings. Your your low note on strings five and six. Right. The middle two strings uh, generally think those as as the core part of the chord that gives the Third, quality. Fifth. Yeah. yeah. So those kinds of things, and then the first two strings, kind of the upper part of it so if you want to add color to it the nines nines and elevens and these things are gonna those kinds of things that makes sense especially because you've got that silly third tuning in there yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah which makes me nuts but yeah it makes perfect sense Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah as far as uh chords go uh the that whole thing kind of kind of works well because it puts the fifth if i had a b flat six chord um, it it puts a, a fifth on the same fret as the root note, right? So that's that's kind of helpful. Otherwise, it would be on a different different fret. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the root note, like we were talking yeah. to the um, to the lessons and talks folks here in the member area about a, a little trick that you can do with using the. The, the, note, two, the two outside, yeah, yeah, the two outside notes, string six and one, so which would be offset if it was per, you know perfect fourths all the way, right? But then you, yeah, which I did retune my strat to perfect to straight fourths. You did, okay, I did, and all of a sudden I like playing it. Yeah, so that's probably <laughs> the um, the the same phenomenon that that I have with with 
when I tuned my uh, six string bass to the guitar tuning, offsetting those first two. Take which... away your union card for that. Band, so. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, um, but who's that bassist who, who has the strings completely flipped? Oh, uh, well, Jimmy Haslip. Do you know it? You... But he's left, he plays left handed and upside down. And upside down, yeah. Yeah. So there's, a, I know, a few bass players in DC who, same thing. That's yeah. just how they learn. They just yeah. flip it over. And, mm-hmm. uh, and wow, it's, it's disturbing to watch. Yeah. It, it's really weird to watch. And there's um, uh, Elizabeth Cotton. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're familiar with her, but she wrote a pretty famous tune uh, called Freight Train. Yeah. And, um, and there's a video of her playing and, and the guitar <laughs> upside down, you know, left-handed. Um, wow, how that... <laughs> That's got to be hard, but um, yeah. But, but the, if that's the way you learn, then that's that. Yeah, that that's it. But yeah, I'm having I'm having fun with the fourth tuning. Yeah, thing. That's that's right. a blast. Yeah. Um, interesting to note. I think she made the 250 top guitarists of all time on this very controversial on the Rolling Stones list. Dumbest list I have ever seen. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's the yeah. people they left out. Yeah, the people, uh, the people that they, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't want to diss on anyone, but um, the, yeah, the left out and, and placed in, you know, there, there are certain players who are like, okay, they play guitar, but that's not their, they're not their, that's not like their main thing. Yeah, or, yeah, they're, they're guitar operators. They're, yeah. But they're really singers or, yeah, or, or songwriters. But I, I have heard there were a couple of people who were put high on that list who went, uh uh-uh. uh. No. They, they themselves. They themselves were like, oh, no, this is right. this is wrong. I shouldn't even be on this list or I should be way down. And here's somebody who should be. Yeah, that's interesting. I I, I didn't know about that. Yeah. 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 There's a few, I, I won't name names, but I've, I've read at least two Yeah, have yeah. done that. Because you think about people who aren't on that list, and I will name one, Matteo Mancuso. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Every guitar player that has heard him has just gone, that's it. I'm selling it. Yeah, uh, Steve Vai was just like I'm. I'm having a garage sale. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Al Demiola was like he goes. This is three lifetimes in this kid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to get at the level that he's playing. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And he's nowhere. He's not on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I could be incorrect about that, uh, Elizabeth Cotton, but I think she did make yeah, the list. If I if I recall. Yeah, I had a quick scan down the list and went. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's Rolling Stone. Who cares? Yeah, I mean they. Uh, yeah, you know one thing. One thing I um, I heard someone talking about was the uh, um, Nirvana. You know the, the original review of the yeah. of the uh, Nevermind the, album. Really tore it apart. <laughs> tore it apart. <laughs> and it ended up being you know like everybody's just like you know it was a it thing. changed things. Yeah, it changed things it, big time. Yeah. Yeah. So. so you know, yeah, it list, is what it is. Lists are meant to be laughed at. I think. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. I would never really take it too seriously. No. I don't even think I've even opened a Rolling Stone magazine, to be honest. I probably haven't opened one in 30 years. Yeah. I think the last time I opened one, I was living in Nashville. And so that would be the late 90s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only because I was in the Nashville music business. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a teenager, I was like, uh, I, I, I think I had Guitar World and mm. a bunch of skater magazines and stuff. 
I wasn't good at skateboarding, so I had to kind of give that up. But, yeah, I was. But not. I dreamed about getting some air. That, yeah, I was terrible. That was all it. in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I met the ground more than the air. I yeah, think. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay, off so, we go yeah. there. Um, yeah, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, oh yeah, AI transcribing. I mean, this yes. is really a big productivity thing. Um, there is software. I'm not going to name software online. Okay. Just because. Yeah. You know, AI transcription companies talk to me. We'll work something out. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I don't want to wait yeah. an opinion in any one direction. But there is a bunch of software. If you Google AI music transcription software, you will get a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Pretty much all of them have a free trial. Um, and even the free version on a couple is extremely good. Okay. Like will get you really what you need most of the time, wow, unless you're nice. dissecting choral parts or something. Yeah. Um, and it's seriously, put a recording in, get music out, get the sheet music, get uh, XML files so you can, you know, play it back as MIDI track. Yeah. And it is, I'm finding about 99.5% accurate. That's great. Which is pretty incredible. That could be a really huge time saver for me. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, transcribing is sometimes, it's just, it, it feels kind of like work. It's honestly. tedious. Yeah. And, and sometimes you've got to do it for the work you need to do, mm -hmm. but you don't have time. Yeah. You know, to, yeah. And it's like some, I'll get stuff, uh, this happens on like church gigs and things sometimes where there is no sheet music. Yeah. And like we were talking about, it's like, okay, there's just this recording of Aunt Edna playing it at church one Saturday afternoon. That's all you got to work with. Yeah. I am not going to sit down and work it out. Yeah. I'm going to run yeah. it through this. Bang. I got a chord chart. I'm good. Nice. That's great. Yeah. You know, I can get on to more important things like taking a nap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to say transcription isn't important, kids. Yeah. It's a great learning tool. Uh, do it, understand it. It gives you a good understanding of music structure. Yeah, transcribing melodies uh, and solos for the purpose of growing on the instrument, that's absolutely very important. Yeah, I, I think it's extremely useful. Yeah. Um, and everybody should do it at least a little bit so you just have an understanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're doing like me where you know, I might have seven gigs in a week. Right. I'm not going to sit down and work out somebody's chord changes. Right. And for me, you know, if I if I have a, a project and I, I want to maybe play the exact bass line that someone, yeah. you know, I, I write it out. So mm -hmm. and then I read it or like I was telling you, I might do usually I don't. Yeah, I do this with bass lines, too. Um, I might um, I might learn a phrase mm -hmm. um, or or a few bars or whatever. Right. Uh, and and then play it that way and yeah, then record just that chunks at and a then time. I just move on boom 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 down the... which sometimes is how it's done in the studio yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> they'll be like play this eight bars okay good next yeah yeah, yeah. that's interesting because I yeah I, um, that's that's kind of the way that I tend to approach at least some things mm -hmm. when I shoot video for for these it's played through right um, because I want people to see exactly what, well, maybe, not, you know, maybe not like exactly what, mm -hmm. what they're hearing, but like I said, I, on this last recording, I, I did three takes mm -hmm. and then I, I included all three takes. Right. So you're only seeing me do one take. Um, but, but it's a but big, then, pretty sound. Yeah. So I'm trying to layer 
-hmm. I'm trying to learn a little bit about how studio yeah. stuff and recording operates. So yeah, um, that's done a lot more than you would realize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy enough now to do it digitally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes nothing beats just manually doing it. Yeah, and this two you or know, three times. Yeah, reading articles uh, about that, um, how they'll just have a guitarist just do that that same solo or mm -hmm. the same part, and then put it together. It really does add a little dimension to the sound. Yeah, um, and you can hear the um, the other two takes come out and some of the higher notes right they, yeah. they kind of pop out a little bit um so listen for that if you're interested yeah, but, in this kind of stuff but well you know what's funny there is a thing that was this was a big thing especially in country music but it happened uh in pop music in the 50s and 60s was mm -hmm. they would record the bass part twice right once with the regular bass then once with what they called a tic-tac bass okay so it'd be like a dan electro uh, tuned up an octave oh okay because the mono car stereo in the old Oldsmo Buick uh -huh. yeah. up on the dash couldn't do low notes. Yeah. But it had to come through the radio. And that little pocket transistor radio yeah. had no low end below like 250. Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nothing. They're basically, you know, telephone range, which is yeah, 300 yeah. to 3K. Yeah. That's it. So they would do, you know, the bass part there yeah. and then do it up an octave. Yeah. So that it, would come through, come through both places. Yeah. And then on the big recording, sometimes you would hear both parts at the same time. Ah, okay. So it gives it this, and the tic-tac bass part is always played with a pick. Yeah. To get that attack. So you could have that, but then this cool, yeah. you know, tight. Yeah, that's cool. And it's, so if you listen back to the stuff in the 50s and 60s, yeah, that's what you're hearing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I find on on doing the bass recording, I'm I'm really enjoying lately doing the using the pick because mm -hmm. uh, it just seems to record very nicely. You get a little attack on it. Carol Kay will be so happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's my idol. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, but, it's cool that she she plays guitar and bass. Yeah, too. Uh, very very well. Very well. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. yeah, so AI transcribe, absolutely. I'm I'm gonna be getting on uh, Google this week and seeing what I can find because uh, that would just speed up my workflow. Yeah, yeah. This, this is it. We've you know we all have lives and families and stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, if you've got a good time saver, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, yeah. it, even if it's only ninety percent accurate, it just lifted ninety percent of the work off you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I take care of the other 10%. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can figure that out on the fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's such great software out there now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Black Friday deals. That's the other thing. It's coming, coming up. up. Coming up. So uh, at the time of this recording, um, it's what? That's a little, little less than two weeks, mm -hmm. something like that. So Because yeah, you've got Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Mm -hmm. And now I see a lot of the software companies are starting a week. Actually, some of them are starting now. I noticed them. I've been keeping an eye on uh, TuneTrack a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, they have like 40% off some mm -hmm. of their expansion packs, which is significant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I told you Waves sent me a, a deal, mm -hmm. um, you know, they always do a bundle deal. If you if you own one part of the bundle, they'll give you a deal on the rest of it. Yeah. But now with the sale, it's... $1,500 software package 
like $139. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. If I needed all those, I would probably do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out. There's, uh, if you're running Mac, there's a thing called the Apple Slice page, and it's basically okay. a newsletter, an email newsletter. Yeah. And you can tell it what categories to track. Okay. And it'll pop up and say, okay, this just went on sale. Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, 80% off, and this is Very on sale for cool. 24 hours. And, Very cool. And there's some great Facebook groups for this stuff. Yeah. Like, I, if you've watched this before, you know I use iPad for everything. Mm-hmm. There is a iOS, a UV3 group, and it's pretty much just keeping an eye on what's coming out. Yeah. So I noticed today there's like a dozen things. It's wow. like, hey, this just dropped, or this is now 75% off. or Yeah. So, yeah, we've we've got... And I see some companies are carrying on into the first week of December. Okay. But, yeah, if nice. you're looking for stuff, don't buy it right this second unless you absolutely have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'll mention that Universal Audio just released, I think, four more plugins on their uh, native. native. Yeah. I think so. So even if you don't have the hardware, I believe that's how it works, mm-hmm. you could have a, a Spark subscription. And just use use that in the really well, high quality. Plugin. You can also buy them standalone. Oh, okay. They did make it standalone. For oh, them. okay. Because excuse me, some people were like, "I don't want to pay for this." You know why? Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of the subscription model myself. Yeah, you know, I might just it's like I need this and this. Yeah, that's, that's cool. it. Yeah, because uh, sometimes with subscription, some software companies make your computer phone home. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah, when you fire it up, it's yeah. going to phone home and verify that that yeah. you're good. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm recording somewhere without internet, which has happened, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden that's not going to work. Yeah, that's true. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. So something to, something to be aware of. Yeah. As you're as you're buying your software, is does this stuff? What data does it store? Yeah. Um, on the Apple Store, it will show you mm-hmm. on the, on the software. It will show you what the developer says it does with your data. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool because some stuff will just vacuum up all your data. Mm. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't <laughs> need to know that stuff. It's a <laughs> but yeah, yeah, really. There's some really cool stuff coming. I'm hoping Fab Filter has a sale because they just released a new reverb. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. And their stuff is hideously expensive, but I haven't found better. So. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's kind of kind of cool I find is that so I do have some of the hardware on Universal Audio, and so mm-hmm. if if I've purchased a plugin that works there, and then they add that to their um, native, mm-hmm. then it's, you just have it. Oh, so it's that's yeah. that's kind of like kind of feels like a bonus a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I I would rather just sell me the license. Let me put it on the machine of my choice. Yeah. And be done. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Okay. You mentioned something pretty interesting. So, yeah. Gear thing, you know, we've talked a little bit about this with some of the ensembles that we've run mm. that, you know, volume pedals kind of digging in. Maybe, um, you know, that's sort of along the lines with, with what we talked a little bit about before we started. But having the right speaker for the room kind of ties into that volume management and that sort of digging in, getting that good sound, pushing yeah. things a little bit, but yeah. not having 
something that's overpowered for a room and not having something that's underpowered for the opposite. Yeah, that, that can be tricky. I will yeah. always take more power over less. Mm-hmm. Always, because it just makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, you have a baseline of of need yeah. that's covered. But some stuff sounds terrible at low volume. Mm-hmm. And it, it so which is why you have things like power soak boxes yeah. for tube amp heads. Mm-hmm. Since you can crank them up because most of them sound terrible unless you really wind them up. Yeah. But then the speaker's blowing out of the room. Yeah. So the power soak is great for that. Uh, UA makes a thing called Ox, mm. which yeah. is a reamping power soak. It, it does a million things you didn't know you needed. Yeah, they've been coming out with some a uh, lot of pedals. At first, I was a little skeptical. I've never tried one. The pedals but, are gorgeous sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, um, what's his name, The Edge from mm-hmm. U2. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but let's uh, verify, let us know. But uh, he's saying he's switching to these UAD pedals mm-hmm. and emulations Doing yeah. away with the amps. Yeah. There's a I lot mean, of guys. This is a guy who plays arenas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of people are. Because yeah. you just there's no need. If if we're at the point where the horsepower and the processing mm. yeah. does just fine. Yeah. You know, I have used my iPhone to as my EQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but this this low volume issue. If you have a speaker that's inefficient, okay, um, you can drive it harder. Mm-hmm. So this is something to think about. Yeah, you know. So if it's you know ninety dB efficiency, that means you put one watt in, you get ninety out. Um, okay, you can push that a little harder to get to a lower volume. You know, you're yeah. still at a lower volume. Some instrument speakers are ninety five, ninety six. That's like four times louder mm. with that same one watt. Yeah. So all of a sudden, it's uncontrollable. Yep. Because no matter what you do to get any sound out of it at all, it's going to be loud. Yeah. So And yes, you get lower than one watt. Okay, I hear you out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's it's this weird balancing act. Yeah. Um, I know guys who have low volume rigs and high volume rigs. Okay. That yeah, just, that makes sense. It just makes sense. Say, I'm going uh, to this place, I'm going to use this one. This right. Rig. And some amps sound terrible unless you really put a lot into the front end. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of bass amps are like that, which is okay. unfortunate. They sound weedy and, and thin okay. and stuff. So if you have something with an input gain and a master volume, like any sensible amp does, that's great. Okay. Um, you know, I don't even use bass amps. I use PA speakers. Yeah. Um, so I use a radial DI preamp and a volume pedal. Yeah. Cool, because it'll do quiet. I did a duet gig last night, very quiet in a marble and glass bistro. Oh, wow. It's a little ringy. Yeah, a little. <laughs> um, so this thing was barely on, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it sounded great. Awesome. So, something to keep in mind when you go to your local guitar emporium, mm-hmm. all you out there, play it at low volume. Yeah. It'll do loud. They'll tell you how loud it'll go. The, the salespeople are like, hey, look at this. Turn it to 11 and it does all this stuff. Yeah. No, that doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, want, you want low. If you need it that loud, my rule is if I need something louder than my two QSC K12s, uh-huh. there better be a PA. Yeah. Yeah. You go out and they scale it up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not your job. Yeah. To do that. That's, that's 
if your plane places that big, there's a PA and a sound guy. And, but how does it sound quiet? Yeah. Um, I've told you in the past, one other thing, there's always one other thing. Um, when I was living in Nashville, I was playing with a lot of guitar players who's, I loved this rig. They would show up with a Telecaster and a little Fender Princeton Blackface. Yeah. And an SM57. Mm-hmm. And they'd lean it up against the wall at like 45 degrees, yeah. put the 57 on it, run it out to the PA. Yeah. Killer. <laughs> <laughs> it just works. Just perfect sound. Yeah. That's a five watt amp on a good day. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've been watching a little bit of the uh, Frank Vignola um, series. He's mm-hmm. got this really cool thing. He's bringing all these guitarists on on the, his show and everything. It's, it's just amazing. But um, uh, I've noticed they use a lot of, I, I think they're the Fender Reverb mm-hmm. uh, amps. I, I believe that's what that's what they look like anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so even those look a little over 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 the top for what you need. Uh, yeah, because you're looking at like a Fender Twin kind of thing. And all. Yeah. Um, Fender Twin will get loud. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's loud. Yeah. Uh, they also weigh 99 pounds. Yeah, that's hard. <sighs> that's, yeah. Um, I, I think they one. may be Fender Twin. I'll have to research yeah, that a little bit. You know, but... big, they sound gorgeous, yeah. but it, it can be overkill. Yeah. Um, so there are other things that'll that'll get you there. And yeah. there are pedals that basically that front end, that preamp section, mm-hmm. with real tubes, Yeah. it's a pedal. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. We've also got this... Um, Musician slash band, uh, we could talk about Lawrence. Lawrence is Clyde and Gracie Lawrence. Okay. And then they have a brother, Linus. Mm-hmm. Great names in this. Yeah, show. I was just thinking that. He does some singing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just um, really incredible stuff. I've been listening to yeah. them for a few years, and their latest stuff just makes me happy. Nice. It is, it's kind of poppy. They will do gospel y stuff. It's mm-hmm. just hip it's very creative yeah and the level of performing is so high yeah you know it's and they do stuff what i was telling you it's like they have some horn players one of the guys is from the hunter tones killer band Mm -hmm. but half of that horn section plays with Corey wong and the wong notes okay and they play with uh dirty loops on some stuff it's this whole thing but there is this crowd of players now Uh uh-huh Mostly under 35, irritatingly enough. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them like 25. Wow. I think Gracie Lawrence is like 24, maybe. Um, their level of musicianship is so incredibly high. Great. It's exciting to listen to. It's yeah. fun. Nice. Um, and it, it just makes me happy. Awesome. And, and they have a wonderful sense of humor. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, just, Yeah. I laugh out loud at some of their lyrics, <laughs> yeah. and then you listen to the band and go, oh, is, <laughs> "I want to, I want to go play with them." You know? <laughs> yeah. Nice. So definitely go find Lawrence and subscribe to their YouTube channel because yeah. they put up a lot of stuff. They've done stuff with Jacob Collier, okay, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you know the three of them singing together and just that's amazing. Yeah, stop yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. And if you don't have Jacob Collier, subscribe to him and Dirty Loops. Those three bands yeah, yeah. will keep you busy for the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So listen to them. Check them out. Check out this tune, Coral. Yes. Beautiful tune. Keith Jarrett tune. 
Uh, I hope you got a, had a chance to uh, check out the video that I that I did on that. If mm-hmm. not, check it out and yeah. and learn the tune. Um, AI transcribe, very awesome. I'm definitely gonna be checking that out. Um, mm-hmm. Black Friday deals. Um, yep. Yeah. Just hang on. Just yeah. A few more days. I know. <laughs> I know. It's it's kind of hard. It's like. <laughs> all right. You got two of the biggest gear nerds in the world sitting here, and it's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah just hold your horse just hang on another week or so and we're, yeah. yeah it's it really does start to go yeah. nuts yeah it's gonna be cool so yeah. uh check out those things and and let us know if if you have a some plug-in that would solve a problem or just be fun to mess around with we can try to point you in, in a good direction yeah. on it or you have a plug-in right. that causes a problem yeah you know, there's a chance that we fooled with it because we, between us, we have fooled with an awful lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and tried it and rejected some and mm-hmm. the stuff we like, we bought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Christmas Real Book, check it out. Yeah. Um, like I said, some of the chords, I'm a little iffy on. I'd probably end up changing, but a little uh, simplified in places, I think. Yeah, but it's it's uh, fun and practical mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I've done a few Christmas tunes on the on the channel, so check those out as well. And you can probably, you should be able to buy the PDF, yeah, the Hal Leonard book. Yeah, I, think. I believe you can buy the PDF and yeah. all the all the Hal Leonard real books and everything because they own it all now. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can just go to their website. Yeah, get those. Yeah, so definitely check that out. And uh, let's see, John's repairs, cables. Yeah, yeah custom cables. I do repairs here in the Baltimore area, but I do yeah. have people ship me stuff. Yeah. So you've got that weird electrical problem in your guitar. Yeah, give me a call. I love that stuff. Send it to John. And uh, yeah. Preamp right. in the works. Preamp, preamp in the works. There's two of them, a solid state and a tube. Nice. That are that are in the works. I'm, this is this has been a deep dive, but it's I'm having fun. That's this awesome. Is, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for checking this out and do like and subscribe. And if you haven't already and leave a comment, we'll see you in the next one. See you next time.